My name is Mad Mumsy and I've been driving the huge dump trucks in Australian open cut mines for over 10 years now. I wish I had a dollar for everyone who said to me, how does a little thing like you drive those big trucks? You must be rich. Oh, how do I get a job doing that? My mining friends are asked these questions all the time too. This is what started the Mad Mumsy journey to share stories and tips from living a mining lifestyle and to let others know what it's really like. Are you looking for a dream job in the mines? Not everyone is cut out to be a miner, but why not? What does it take to thrive and survive in this industry? Tune in each episode as I sit down for a relaxed chat, usually over a few beers, with a fellow miner. Women and blokes with various experience, roles and opinions share their lessons and stories with you. Now let's dig in. Get it? Dig? Mining? <laughs> oh, I Hello and welcome to episode three. This is part two of our series where we catch up with Karen, the wannabe dump truck operator. To listen to our previous chat with Karen, head to madmumsy.com forward slash beers two. That's the number two. In this episode, Karen describes to us what it's like to drive a huge dump truck for the first time, how she is handling the mining lifestyle and much, much more. Now let's dig in. Today on Beers with a Miner, I'd like to welcome back Karen. She was, is, <laughs> our dump truck operator trainee who just was about to start and we sat down and interviewed Karen. She had her start date and hadn't actually driven a truck as yet. I've got her here with me today at my little cane cutter's cottage. We're having having a beer. Cheers. Cheers. Karen's having a water. Because I'm driving. Yes. <laughs> so I'll have the water at this yeah. stage. So I'm having a Forex gone and... It's my first day off, so I'm being rewarded. <laughs> and Karen's having water. She's a good girl. She's driving. And it's raining. Mm. So I will do my best to edit it out. But we are in tropical North Queensland. And, you know, the sound of the rain on the tin roof is just a blessing. Let's hope we can send some of it out west. Anyway, last time we spoke to Karen, as I just said, you had a worked for six years really hard to get that elusive job as a dump truck operator and had a start date. So welcome, Karen. Thank you very much, Mad Mumsy. And tell us, what has happened since then? Yeah. Well, I've had three shifts. I've Ooh. actually worked, I've worked a night shift um, and I've done two day shifts. Had a little bit of rain, so I um, usually end up doing a wet weather rain, rain course at night. Um, so I haven't been able to do that yet. So some of the time the trainer had to drive, but... Um, Oh, I asked so many questions and <laughs> I was so excited. Um, there's so much to learn and safety is very important. And Is it oh. more safety conscious than you were expecting or were you kind of expecting um, it to be like that? No, I think even more safety conscious, um, like speed traps and things like that on, on the corners um, to make sure you, you know, you, you um, 
you're doing the right speed. Um, even coming down the crest of a hill, you've got to make sure you, you know, you've got your retarder on, and you know, it's um, you're at the right speed. So probably more more safety. Um, obviously, the thing it's come about because there have been incidents over the years. So for everyone, it's protect everyone, so everyone goes home safe, and and that's what we want. Mm. Exactly. That's what they keep preaching as well. Let's all get home safe, back to our families. And that is a good thing. Yes, I agree. I think with the corners too, it's tyres. Yes. Because tyres cost tens of thousands of dollars. And if people are hooning around around corners, which I have seen, it can cost the company a lot of money. And a lot of rocks fall off the edge as well, off the side. So, you know, more spillage to run over. And then so, I'll do the tyres yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So I'm starting off on the baby ones, on the Terexes, um, electric uh, yep. dump trucks. And What's, are they 4,400? I haven't done my homework on that. No, I that's apologize. okay. <laughs> Karen will be devastated. <laughs> she likes to do her homework. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to take in all the pre-start and learn all about the struts and, and you know, make sure the bolts are on and, you know, what's some... The, the bolts on the tires and to check the leakages. I'm, I'm trying to take all that in and um, the things they explain to you um, and, and try and put in it into a analogy that you can understand. Some sort of explain things as a bike pump and when the hydraulics, um, you know, fill up like in a, a bike bike pump, it'll, you know, therefore the pressure's released. And there's just so yeah. much mechanical stuff to learn. It's just yeah. mind-blowing. But it, it's exciting at the same time. I want to yeah, learn it. I want to. I want to learn things, and um, you're just trying to. Re- it's good if you've got a trainer that will relate it to to things um, as well. But it, yeah, yeah. So it's it's really good. I'm I'm enjoying that side of it too, and, and learning how how it all works. Yeah, no, so, that's good. Yeah. Now I did ask you, Karen, mm-hmm. to because this is the first time we've managed to get together since you've started work, and I kept saying, I want to hear it raw. I don't want to find out in six months. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it was a bit tricky. I want to hear it now from, like, as, as the emotions <laughs> and the excitement yeah. are there, and it's, like you say, what's three shifts? Yes. Yes, so I did ask Karen to do some homework, and she just read to me some of her homework. <laughs> so we might go through some of those points that okay. that you yeah. wrote out about um, oh, yeah. on the bus. Yeah. That was a good tip. Okay. Oh, we need to share that tip. All right, well, I'll, <laughs> I'll read it out because it's easy. I've got first training day, went to the mine. Um, we went in the back of the minibus, but they've got roll bars and things like that in the, in the minibus. So yep. I couldn't see enough, so I thought... I'll go and sit up the front next to the driver and then I've, I've got a good view of the mine. <laughs> so, oh, sorry, I'll interrupt yeah, you as we okay. go a little bit. I thought that was a great tip because if you go on a mine tour and especially mm. if you're like Karen and you actually really want to know and yeah. learn and understand like a sponge. And have a million questions. <laughs> and have a million questions. Don't sit at the back of the bus. No. Sit right. at the front because you'll be able to hear more, you'll be able to ask questions, you'll be able to see more. So yeah. that that's – and – that's awesome that you decided, no, this isn't, can't see I can't see enough, I need to be up the front. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> also I wanted to get the bearings of, of the north and the south of the mine because that, that makes a difference with where the dumps are and, and yep. where your ramps and things are. Um, so that was important to me to, to know, you know, because down the track they're going to say, okay, we need you to go to ramp whatever and, and dump whatever. At least if I, if I know if it's north or south, maybe that'll help yeah. a little bit. And we're, we're tipping on the northern side <laughs> of the eastern tiphead. <laughs> yes. And if you don't know where north and south is, well, with us it's a lot of east and west as well. And right. 
come in on the western side of the shovel if they're double side loading, for instance. Yeah. You know, like, oh, where's the west again? <laughs> and I think the, the sun's other... going down over there. That's a good way I yes. started to pick it up. Night shift, all the sun's coming up. Yes, I thought that was the east. Oh, I'm onto it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> things like that. And also um, the fact that the mind changes all the time. One yes. minute a road will be changed or ramp will be changed. You go, hold on, that was there last year, so it was there the day before, and then it's, you know, they're constantly moving things around. So I guess that's another point too. That's what I like like to say. It's because they keep blowing it up. Yes. You know, we move dirt. So you've got to keep blowing it up and to move the dirt. So they change things around. But people don't don't realise just how often they do that and how much it changes. You go away on break and come back. Yeah. It can be all different. Yeah. That used to be the ramp there, but it's not there now yeah. because it's 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 still the same name, but it's down there now. Yes, yeah, moved over yeah, slightly. Yes, yeah, yeah, we built a new one while you're away. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so that's sort of um, – and so I was asking a lot of questions and, and as I said, trying to get my bearings um, – you know, I'm going, and I would say, so now, are we heading northwest? And I'd ask things like that and, you know, to, to make sure. It was like a self-correction thing, I guess, um, to find out that I, I was doing the right thing. So by asking questions, yeah, or asking, that yeah. helps helps you. Did you find that it was helping people around you probably as well? Or were they Well, the other two boys in? are very young. Um, so they don't say a lot, actually. They're yeah. probably taking it all in, um, me being the older one, I guess, I've I'm probably a bit more forward yeah. um, in, in doing that sort of thing, yeah. um, asking the questions. So there were three of you that went through? Yeah, yeah in, in the crew good. that yep. I was on, yeah, that I'm on. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that, you're not the only brand trainee. newbie? No, no, no. There's, I think there was probably about 11 all up. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and on different three crews. on your crew. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 So, and they're two young boys. Um, so they're pretty quiet. <laughs> so I'm, Lucky I'm they've got away. you. <laughs> <laughs> yuck, yuck, yeah, um, yeah. So I'd ask questions like that, and then another important one. I go, how do you know where to go when there's no signs? <laughs> there's no. <laughs> <laughs> there is a like a mud map, I guess, and and I guess you just get to know it because you, you're there regularly. So that's right. And there, there are there's um, different rules too. You've got your your light vehicle rules, which are your Queensland rules, and then you've got your dump truck rules. So I guess you need to know both. Um, and you've got to get a, a pit crew permit as well um, to have that because you're not always on the dump trucks. You're doing other stuff too. You might get a call to say, can you go and pick someone up, you know, from, you know, rev whatever, or, or you might be told, can you go and um, pick someone up from the village? So you need to be able to do things like that. It's not just driving the trucks, which I found very interesting. I thought, oh, yeah, this will be it. I'll be driving a truck around that. But there's more. You might have to go and be part of the blast crew mm-hmm. um, and set up um, a roadblock. There's yeah. lots and lots of different things, um, picking people up from go lines um, as well. So it's not just about dump truck driving, it's doing a lot of other stuff. So you need to get your, um, your light vehicle permit first and, um, and know your Queensland road rules, plus also learn to drive um, and give way to your left as a dump truck driver, etc. And And then you've got your hierarchy of different um, vehicles that you give way to, so you have to learn that yes. as well. Yeah. So it's like... And it was so funny because the, the trainer and everyone just kept saying, I bet your head's spinning, I bet your head's spinning. I'm going, yes. Yeah, that they really said, Don't helps. worry. <laughs> it just stopped for a minute, but then you reminded me, oh, yes, that's right, yeah. mind spin. <laughs> it is, it is. Because yeah. you sort of have three days in the classroom doing your inductions first. Right. Um, and you get all that information and then you're out there on top of that um, yeah. sort of trying to learn all this other stuff. But 
everyone said, don't worry, it'll come to you. And I guess it's like any new job. There's always new information and there's a new lingo to learn as well, isn't there? Oh, it's a whole new language. It is. Before we get into yes. that, I'm mm-hmm. just, just going back a little bit, um, well, we'll just touch on the inductions. Yeah. So did they show you lots of scary movies and things that go wrong? Yes, your emergencies, but also I thought this is interesting. How an actual tire is made in a factory. I thought that was wow, very right. interesting to see how much goes into the manufacturing of a tire. Yeah, um, yeah, big good. suckers, aren't they? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and also um, you know, letting you know what happens when the the tires get quite wet. Um, over, they actually not go to jelly, but they get they soften a lot. Yeah. Um, so then, once if you go over a rock or something, that's you know, and yeah. they're already soft from the wet weather because you've got the people, um, you've got people wetting down the ra- um, the water trucks, wetting, wetting the road constantly as well because yeah. of the, to keep the dust down. Yeah. So, right. yeah, we did see that. We didn't see too many scary movies, to be honest. It yeah. wasn't too well, bad. Good. But they, you know, they let you know that there are, you know. Yeah, because I used have to have careful. nightmares about them when I was oh, a greenie. Really? They showed us some horrific stuff. Yeah. And... I can understand that it was to make us be aware of safety and things yeah. can and do go wrong. Sure. But I would literally have nightmares and I'd be dreaming about being in the pit all night and then oh. I'd wake up and go, no, <laughs> <laughs> now I've got to really go and do it because, you know, as people who've listened to Mad Mumsy any length of time know that I struggled for a long time. Yeah. And that's why I've got this passion to try and help people realize what it's what it's Easy like, and if you is. know what it's what it's, what it's like before mm. you get going, and that's why I wanted to oh, get Karen, <laughs> get Karen. <laughs> I've got here. I, I think my biggest fear, believe it or not, it sounds silly, but it was um, doing night um, working at night. Night shift. Yeah. I was really worried about that because I, mm-hmm. I was. I thought, don't build up a phobia, but. I, if, yeah. because Talk you just hear having everyone it. having their naps and things like that mm. and micro sleep and you know, oh my god what will happen if I do have but I've, I've um, so with that I really was trying to be as vigilant as I could with my sleep pattern yep. um, and trying to do everything as normal but in the opposite direction yep. like if I had my smoothie in the morning for breakfast I'd do the same pattern when I came back so that my new breakfast was you know, it's 8 o'clock in the morning or 7 o'clock. Right, so I try yeah. to keep the same, my body clock the same. Mm. Um, and I, I've actually worked out a period of time that seems to be my sleepy, that I feel most, most tired. And what time is that? Between 1 and 3. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 That yeah. seems to be, and that's even during the day I find that. So that time and even well, it's at kind night. of like they say about that mid-afternoon. You need that mid-afternoon snack. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And you may find that as you continue on, that'll change and you have it. I was doing a lot of things one way and then over time I've, I've changed it totally around okay. to the other way. Yeah. I, I tend to do it whenever I come home from work mm. is tea time and whenever I get up to go to work is yes. breakfast. But I'm not – so I'd be looking for wheat bix at breakfast time, like you say, yes. with a smoothie. But now on night shift I get up and I go and have tea. Yeah, I have dinner. Yes, so yeah. I've <laughs> that changed somewhere along the line, it and did. then I go and have my porridge in the morning when I come home from work. Okay, so it's breakfast. Yeah, so yeah. and with your sleep patterns, that changes too. Even from day to day, mm. you can be 
fine and have really good sleep all oh, day yeah. and think, oh, I'm gonna, I'll be right tonight, and you're t- more tired than ever. You just yeah. can't pick it. But I have known a lot of people over the years who have said, once the sun comes up, once mm-hmm. the sun stops to come up, then they're buggered. That's the end of them. That's when they get tired and they really? want to fall asleep. And I thought, really? That's when I start to get excited yeah. and go, yay, the sun's coming up. It's nearly home time. It's me too. That's oh, what you I was too, like. even after that. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, well, not long to go to the end of my shift. That's right. And the yeah. other thing that, and I've said this to a lot of people over the years as well, is I guess it's the mindset that I come from, but you're telling your mind that. Mm. You just told me that. Yes. Oh, and, and so... Like I just said earlier about, now don't forget, your mind's meant to be spinning. (laughs) Same thing, don't forget, sun's coming up, better get tired now. So don't tell yourself. Mind over matter. Don't talk yourself into, and it's it's easier easier said when you've been awake all night. And any any chance you get, shut your eyes. Yeah. If if there's a little bit of an opportunity, you might not feel tired, but even just to shut your eyes and just... Just doing that, yeah. obviously not going down a ramp or anything, but if no, there's no. a bit of a break or yeah. they're swapping out, dig a drop, just, it just really helps just to have that, just take that pressure it's off, a power nap, off isn't your it, eyes. Really? It kind of is, yeah, yeah that's right. Power nap. Yeah. The yeah. other thing I wanted yes. to go back to is the left. Give way to the left. Yeah. Okay. We did kind of, this. We did kind of touch on this in our pre-interview chat, and the first mine I worked at was exactly the same. He gave way to the left. As you say, hierarchy of light vehicles give way to all heavy vehicles. And then there was a medium vehicle thing thrown in there. And then a greater, if it's operating, you give way to it. But if it's not operating, you don't have to give way to it on the left. Yes. So giving way to the left is an interesting concept. And I couldn't understand why until I actually got in a truck. And they're left-hand drive. So... We, you know, it's a long way to the right-hand side, especially in the real – well, even in a little truck, mm. it's a long way. And then because you're up so high, there's a massive blind spots everywhere, which most people would have seen probably graphics of that, light vehicles. You, do, you just can't see them, and that's mm. why they have to have the big flags because you can see a flag coming past most of the time. Mm. So you give way to the left because that's what you can see. So you've been doing that at work all night and you get out and you get in your V8 and you take off and you go you go home and you get to the roundabout and you're yep. giving way to the left. <laughs> Don't do that, people. It doesn't work. <laughs> and the other thing, we were just talking about this yesterday. There's two ladies that just started out there. They're not greenies, but we were talking about when they were and when we were. And it still happens. I've still done it before. And because we do so long hours... And you're doing the same thing. And the trucks, I can't remember if Terex has got a hand retarder. No, they No, they don't. just have a foot retarder. Foot retarder. Because I have driven and them. And then there's another, there's another one here. Like the service brake. Uh, you got your, yeah, your service brake. And then, yeah, you've got your secondary brake and you've got your um, retarder. Park brake. Yeah. But yeah. No, no, no. Wheel brake. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. Break. But you can you're moving your retarded like you've got to make sure it's the buttons up as well, not not just. Oh, that's the why they got the dial. Yes, the they dial. got the dial. Well, in the we won't go into this too much and confuse people, but in certain trucks, instead of the dial, it's actually a hand retarder. Oh, is that the cap trucks. Um, yes, have but also the Komatsu nine thirties have ah. those. They're kind of like a cross, a cross between a Terex. And a cat, and uh-huh. I, I don't mind them at all. They, you know, and or and they also have a foot retarder. But at the end of the foot retarder is the service brake, oh, which did my head in. All that is tricky. So don't 
you know, don't be going too far down yeah. because you're using your service brake. So some trucks have a hand retarder or you can use a foot retarder and a hand retarder. You choose. I'd like to use the hand retarder because if I get back into a cat, they have a hand retarder. So that's just what I'm used to. Anyway, again, get in the V8 <laughs> or your Hyundai or whatever you've got, yeah. take off. And you get to the roundabout, you go to give way to the left and use the hand retarder. <laughs> Look at <you> there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Of course, you know, that's not your brake. It's your windscreen wipers or it's your yes. indicator, depending what sort of I did of that in the light got. vehicle. I got back because I was, I, they said to me, can you go and pick up some people from the village? I said, yeah, no worries. And my trainer came with me and, and here the whole way I kept using when the windscreen wipers on. Oops, oops, oops. Because of the indicators in the yep, truck yep. were different. Yep, exactly. And uh, <laughs> another thing that's very interesting, now that I think of it, is when you're driving the truck, you, you're basically using the ball of your hand to turn the truck. So yes. when you get home, you're, you've got your steering wheel on your car and you start doing the same thing with the steering uh, wheel on yeah, your car. you will, and it's much more efficient. Yeah. And did you know, apparently, someone told me this, I said, what, why do we do it like that? Mm. And it, uh, it's tractors. They mm. have a knob thing that sticks up. Oh, okay. And you turn it around oh, like yes, that and it's right? palming they call it yes, i don't palming, think that's it, yes. driving instructors recommend it in a car or no. you're probably meant to do the two ten and to, eleven and all yeah, that yeah yeah ten to what two what is that ten and two yeah 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 and so when you're turning you do the oh, oh, i do that all the time <laughs> just while we're talking I'll, I'll just touch on this and then then we'll move on but another classic thing i did from a truck into a car mm-hmm as a greenie too, and I was still getting used to it, I went into a service station and I was getting some air put in my tyres and this service station, God love them, used to actually come out, do windscreen and do you need some air in your tyres? I used to go there all the time. Anybody with a service station, are you listening? Can we bring that back, please? Yes. And they said, oh, this air compressor effort isn't working. You'll need to go to the other one. Just reverse back and go go in here. Can you guess what I did? You did yours, but you, as if you're going under a digger, did you? No, <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't think that. No, I blew the horn three times. Oh, to reverse. <laughs> because oh in your God. truck, it's blow, <laughs> it's blow the horn once before yeah. you start and wait 10 seconds yeah. and then blow it twice to move forward and three times to move back. And I did it to move back and <laughs> I realised what I'd done and I just pretended I was waving to a friend. <laughs> And we were talking about that yesterday as well. And the other one, while well, we're on it. Fundamentally is, stable? Yes, but no. The other one is putting in a delay at Roadworks. Oh, oh my God. So you come up and you have to stop or get off the road for whatever reason or you're getting fuel when you go to push the modular screen, which we're going to touch on, yeah. um, to put in delay weight, <laughs> delay weight on access or something because there's an oversize coming. We're going on crib break. Yeah, yeah, I'm home now, yeah, yeah, so I'll log off. <laughs> oh, dear, but we are digressing slightly. Oh, the other thing I wanted to touch on is mm. that you're allowed to drive a light vehicle. Yes. That will vary because the mine that I'm at, mm-hmm. there's hardly anyone that is authorised to drive light vehicles. They oh. took a lot of people's light vehicle licence off them because there'd been a few rollovers, too many incidents, and they've just really cut down the amount of people who can drive a light vehicle. Oh. So to, it was interesting to hear that as a trainee, yeah. they're getting you to drive around. Yeah, which, everyone does. It's yeah. just part of everyone has to learn, and I think it's great. That and I've been does. 
sorry, I've, yeah. I've been in a few mines and it's been different in, e- in each one. Mm. As a greenie, I was driving people around as well. So. Yes, yeah. yeah. I don't but, mind it. I think it's great, to be honest, to, yeah. be able to, to have that um, as well. Because I know some, I, I remember when I was looking, I think there was even jobs saying, you know, okay, um, driving a light vehicle on the mine site. I'm pretty sure I saw something oh, on, right. on some vacancies. Yep. Um, maybe it's a Peggy or something like that. If you've got your light vehicle mm. license, I don't think it's a bad thing to have. It's not much fun if they say get in that light vehicle and go and pick someone up and it's been pouring with rain oh. and it's muddy. I've had to do a few things and I, it's all right mm. for, I don't want to say just for the guys because there's some chicks out there that do four-wheeling, full driving, yes. but that's not been my department. No, no, I did no. it on motorbike. Yeah, I wish I <laughs> not on a dirt had. bike, but yeah. yeah I wish I had done a four-wheel drive licence. I think it wouldn't be a bad yeah. thing to well, have. I know some mine sites also you have to do a defensive driving course yep. before you can get your light vehicle. The one I'm at now, you have to, and if it expires, you do not drive Gee. a light vehicle. So I don't mm. know what's involved in that. So, yeah, the, that I, I guess the reason I bring all that up mm. with the left hand and the give way to the left and the light vehicle is that you get you might get used to giving way to the left at this mine mm. and then get a job in another mine perhaps in 10 years' time yes. or whatever, <laughs> when you go to run the show. <laughs> and they don't do that. Yeah. Each intersection is signposted. It's just mine traffic rules. Mm. So if what they do with our vision, if, if, if we're coming out of an area and on our blind side, mm-hmm. which is our off side, yes. the side you can't see, that's yep. our <laughs> right-hand side in the truck, which yep. is, you know... 10 metres away sometimes, or I don't yeah. know how many, long, I should know that. Yeah. It's a long way. Um, you can't see, so they'll make sure that we have right away. Yeah. So that's how they kind of figure it out, and they try and set up intersections, but then that comes back to engineers, but that's another whole subject. Mm. <laughs> there are delineators as well, which is um, good, so that, that does at least tell you the entrance to go in. Oh, um, that's good, yeah. And, and some and have flashing lights to say... This is your dump. Come in here. No, so, <laughs> no, come yeah. on down. No, yeah. no, nothing like that. Yeah. But some signs do have dump, whatever. But yeah, some yeah, some of them have got signs. Yeah. Okay, Karen. Let's touch now on the first time you actually got, got in a wheel? truck, or even when you got in a truck. Yeah. How did that go? Was that the first? Sorry, the first was that the first time you'd ever been actually yes. in a big truck? Yes. Yes, Tell me was. how you felt. Oh, take us there. Take us there. Well, I, oh gosh, I think you're just so nervous, making sure you've got your glasses on, got your hat on. Um, you walk up those stairs, thinking, "Gee, these are steep stairs. I'm going to be doing a lot of this stair walking. Boy, you've got to be fit for that." And it was just, um, it was just amazing. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It was exciting. A little bit of an adrenaline rush. Um, I think even though when you're waiting to, when you see the trucks on the go line, just looking up at them even before you get on the truck, it's just <laughs> like, wow, look at the size of these monsters, you know, and then to actually stop there. And I just kept saying, I'm a dumb truck driver. I'm a dumb truck driver. And I just kept saying that over Were and over. Were you saying that out loud? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want the train to think I was crazy. But, uh, and it was like, oh, made it i'm here i'm i'm seeing the training seat but i'm in a truck i'm in one of yes. these trucks so it was very very exciting and i just i just want to get going and and just see as much and learn I, I just even though i had so much overload um of information um, mm. from training and everything 
it was still, I wanted to know more. I wanted to know how it worked. I wanted, yeah, I just couldn't get enough. Couldn't get enough information. Wow. And yeah, it was. Great. And how did it feel going down the ramps and around the corners and stuff the first time? Um, yeah, I was fine with that. A bit bumpy. I think, I yeah. think um, when you get that first load on of rocks and things like <laughs> that, the bumpiness. And I think there was one, at one stage, um, the digger driver, you know, um, sort of the two way. Uh, get ready, guys. There's a heavy one coming in. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't. I didn't expect that. I guess of the um, heaviness of the rocks and things yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, and 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 you sort of. Um, I'm a little girly, but I don't mind yeah. playing the mud. But when you're walking up those stairs and your hands are just black with coal and you haven't even got in the in yeah. the cabin, it's like oh yuck. yuck. That's <laughs> where you need a little bottle of hand sanitizer in your bag. Yeah, I've got some wipes now. Or oh, some wipes, yeah, because you don't want to use all your water because you need to drink that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like ooh. Yeah. And um, a lot of the people say, oh, we don't like working in the coal. We prefer to, you know, be on. Yeah, so you've actually trip. been in the cold. I have. So, and you don't want to touch your face. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We are real coal miner. <laughs> Touching your face and like you're going, oh yeah. Yeah. Did you? Um, so you said you felt the rocks. So you've had some loads under yes. three strip. Yes. Well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so you've done both. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've seen all that. So that's pretty amazing yeah. too. But um, and the other thing that was very exciting. Um, well, I've seen a couple of blasts. That was exciting. Oh, they're awesome, yeah. Um, and the other thing that was exciting was actually getting up in the diggers. So you could actually see how they operate. Um, so they is, got you to yeah, go up so and it was just, look at this clown backing in here. See what he's doing? That's what you don't do. It's that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah that's so Yeah, cool. so that was really exciting too because I, I have um, got my Cert 3 in civil construction. So it was great. And um, You know, I said to the digger, I said, oh, yeah, I've, I've got a ticket on this. And he goes, oh, what size? I go, it was a three-ton. He goes, well, this is a 400 and something or a 600 and something. I went, okay. <laughs> <laughs> got to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that was pretty exciting yeah. being up there. And, and it, is, it is all about learning and, and teaching you, you know, what they're looking at and, you know, what they sort of expect and, um, you know, knowing that they've got quotas that they've got to meet and how important it is time-wise, yeah. um, you know, to get under there and get that load yeah. out of the way. So um, that, that was good to see as yeah. well. Yeah. And what about the first time? This is the one that freaked me out the most, was no. when we backed up to the tip head the first time and the tray went up. <gasps> that freaked me Why out. Why did the tray go up? Did because you... I was tipping the load. Oh, tipping. Or when they were tipping the load oh. and I was sitting there. The first, I'm like, oh. <gasps> Because it's so hot, you don't realise how high up yeah. it goes. Didn't worry that me. That didn't worry you? Was that was the face. one that freaked me out yeah. the most. Yep. 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 I'm back there now just thinking about it. Oh, I, no. I didn't expect that. Really? I don't know. Because you're so, because it's just you and the cab. Yeah. Because all, all your, everything around you has disappeared. It's just yep. gone. And yep. actually in saying that, a couple of days ago I had to take the truck into the workshop limp it in really slow because it was broken i didn't break it not that that would have mattered but yeah so anyway i had to limp it in and when i got there the fitter i had to take it onto the wash pad where the hose yes. is down with an awesome yep. big fire hose oh i'd love to do that one day <laughs> and i just parked it up and got out and he goes oh i'm sorry do you reckon you could move it forward a bit and put the tray up so 
I put the tray up and I, I said, now, if any rocks come out, don't blame me because I wasn't driving it. Because yeah. if you don't get all the rocks out and then that truck ends up going into the oh, wash pad yeah. or the workshop, and that happens a lot and they have to get a loader over to go and actually move them out the way all the time. So anyway, he said, no, no. And I watched, I could see in the camera, I'm like, yeah, no, old mate must have done the riding because no, nothing come out. But I got out of the truck with the tray up. Oh, which you don't ever do. No, no. No, but I was parked up, yeah. right, and the fitter wanted it like yeah. that, so it was done, and he chopped it and everything, and I got out, and I'm like, wow, this is – and that's what reminded me of it. Yeah. This, is, this feels weird, you know. This <laughs> <laughs> guy's just there. Oh, this... And then walked down the stairs, and off I went and come home. Yeah, I think it's remembering all the sequences of things you've got to remember to put your stairs down, and then you've got to put your um, – you, you, you know, your – break up and then you put your brake down it's like it's trying to get all the sequence and then um you know press this before you get out and then there's just so many rules and regulations of, of no putting no's your delay putting your delay and, and just like oh okay well what do i do in the situation oh then someone's going to hot seat so no we won't turn it off so we don't have to wait for it to cool down um you know when you're taking off at the go line okay um, make sure you check your service brake make sure you check your retarder there's just all that. And you, there's a lot, isn't oh, there? Oh, wow, there's a lot to take yeah. in. Yeah. But the more you do it, yeah. the more you get used to it and it becomes second nature, mm. you know, and then that can bring a whole new set of issues where you become complacent True. and you think, yeah, she'll be right, and, yep. you know, and that, they're always bringing that up in courses and stuff. You yeah. know, you have to still stay aware and even though you're – slip into your zone and you, you got this and you yeah. don't come back out of the zone until something changes True. or whatever. So, well, especially um, when you're not doing, a, you know, you've got, you've got a speed limit as well you've got to stick to. Um, so that's very important. And yeah. If you go over it, you know, you get into trouble from dispatch or whoever and yeah. things like that. And, and the fuel pumps, oh, wow, I just remember you've got to chop your tyres and test for dead and um, then so you put you your fuel So do you have to feel that you fuel the yep. trucks there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. and then you've got to, and then the grease and so you've got to put all those sort of things in yourself and it's learning yeah. all that and the, the, the pumps are so heavy and then, oh, gosh, just so much to take in and then, and then you know, you, do, you check your truck to make sure – Everything's okay, um, you know. While you're fueling, um, that at other times you're not you're not allowed to go under the truck unless you have um, isolated it. There's just there's it, a lot to it, isn't there? There's a heck yeah. of a lot to it. Yeah. And people don't understand that. Oh, brain dead truck. No, I've just heard going. Yeah, you know, I'll just go drive a truck. That'll be easy. Yeah. Easy money. Oh, people have said, oh, well, you're only carting dirt from one place to another, and I thought, no, no. you're not just doing that. You've got to learn how to to go under the um, the digger. Um, you know, there's certain angles you've got to go at. It's not just you know, here you go, mate. You you know, you're under. You know, there's just I can't believe so, how much. And then they even sometimes they time you. A lot of times, they'll trying to get people. Like you're taking too long under the digger. Yes. They'll sit there and they'll people. I know people. That's their job is to get the truckies to be better, faster, self spot, more efficient because it means more loads, which means more money, more money more for profit. the company. But of course, doing it safely. Always. Yes, yes, exactly. It's always safety first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but hurry up. Yeah, safety first, but hurry up. Okay, so let's talk about modular and mm. they call it dispatch at your mine or production or mine control. What do they call it? Yeah, so the you, person. Yeah, uh, that you radio into if, if you need to, you know, 
something's not right or, or if there's something's happened to the truck or something like that. Yeah. Yep. All those so what are they called? Dispatch. They are dispatch. Yeah, yeah. There. And, and yep. they actually set your run and they tell you which through the modular which jump you're going to and what so you're doing you and when people, to fuel and things like that. Can you just explain to people what modular it's a, what it's, it is. It's a little screen, um, <laughs> yes, inside the truck. And, is um, it about the size of an iPad? Yeah, it would be. Yes, it definitely is about yeah. an iPad size. And um, you, you just touch on on things and you key in your number when you start so they know who's who's driving the truck, yep. I guess. Log in. Yep, log yep. in. Um, touch screen. Yeah, it's yep. a touch screen, exactly. And it'll beep when it's got a message for you. You, you can actually um, talk to other... Um, uh, trucks as well, yeah, and uh, and and the diggers can talk to you or whatever through uh, message message. Yep. So yeah, I guess that's what it is. It tells you yeah, it tells you when to go and get your fuel. Tells you when to have your crib break and check with them if if you feel um, something hasn't happened that you know you would like to. Um, you can also go in and check. Um, if there's been things said into mind care about the truck, like say oh, okay. say it had a, a smashed window or something like that, you can actually go into a screen and, and check if that's been reported. Right. Um, yeah, and like actually that. use that. Yeah. 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 Because some minds, I think, they have the capability of that, but it doesn't necessarily get processed yeah. into that. It's more a paper trail. But right. that varies, again, from yeah. mind to mind. Yeah. 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 Um, so back on, uh, how are you finding getting the habit of putting in your delay? So when you park up for crib, yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I or you, you train at elbows. I was about to say it's, it's easy to remember when you've got a trainer next to you. When you're on yeah. your own, it's going to be, oh my god, what do I do first? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be all, you know, just remembering. Just everything. take a breath and go. Okay, yeah. I'm here now. <laughs> right. <laughs> log Step on, one, log yes. on do this, Lights do off. Yeah, it'll become like it will. It will. It so does it, be, it. I've loved it, especially in different machines. You feel like you're a airline pilot. Yes, and you're sitting there, and you're like, well, we'll start up, and we'll just put this on, and we'll do that, and we'll do that. Yeah, it is a bit like that, isn't it? It's like, yeah, and the lights are on. Yeah, okay, stairs are up. <laughs> Good to go, test the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> blow the, the horn. horn. Away we go. Or oh, blow the horn. Then to test the yeah. brakes. Yeah, all those yeah. sort of things. Yeah, and, and it will. But when you're first, you're like, oh shit, have I done everything? Is everything? Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's how you are. You sort yeah. Of, but I, I think you just got to. You've got to find a pattern. It does. It, yeah. Yeah. And and again, it comes from just doing it over and over. And there's Repetitive times you think, did I just drive away and I didn't even blow my horn? Mm. But there's no way. Like it, it, it becomes so in ground. Yeah. That you just. It's like, did you're, I brush my teeth this morning? Oh, yeah, I did. Of course, there's no film on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. So, oh, so um, how have you found dealing with the two-way radio? Oh, that's been a little bit of an issue. I, I think um, partly because they have their own lingo. <laughs> that's part of it. Yes. And also because you're having to concentrate on a couple of two-ways, not just one. Um, so you have two two ways yeah. in the truck. Again, that can vary from mine site to okay, mine site. And yeah. machines. I've been I've had all um, two two ways in a truck, and I've had just where the trucks only have one two way, but all the auxiliary gear, the dozers and graders and stuff, have two. So when I started driving grader, it was the first time I ever had or water cart actually. Yeah. 
was the first time I ever had two two ways, which was a little bit crazy. I yep. held back on my podcast then because to have two two ways going and some old mate talking to me on a podcast, <laughs> like, I was oh. like, no, I can't do this. And then I've been, yeah, in an, another mine where you have two in your truck. So yeah. you can vary from different companies, different mines. So, yeah, I found that a bit overwhelming, I guess. But I think it's like any job. You've, you've got um, different information. Me having a, a retail background, you know, I had to learn things <laughs> like the capping and your facings and um, doing planograms and relays and things like that. And that was a whole new lingo. Yeah, deletions. All of that was straight over my head. I'm yeah. like, gee, that's a different <laughs> mind. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm now having to learn, um, once again, all the, all the mind lingo of, you know, the high wall, the low wall, the window, the, the bun, like, you know, and just other stuff they're saying is, like oh, what does that mean what is that you know just we were just having a bit of a laugh earlier too about high wall and low wall yeah. that the high wall isn't necessarily the highest wall yes just take that as a tip <laughs> true so yeah, yeah i'm going into a different world but i guess that's like any any job you just got to yeah. adjust and um you know and every, every and I guess I can use the two-way and ask for help. And, you know, yeah. even the trainer said to me, if you're not sure where you're going to be going, ask one of the other drivers and say, do you mind if I follow you? Yeah. You know? That and, happens all the time. Yeah, because they've all, they've all been there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, I think you just sort of beat yourself up a little bit as well, saying, why am I getting this? But Especially you, Karen, yes, now that I've much. gotten to know and love you and so have the listeners. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit like that. <laughs> the other thing is uh, how are you finding getting used to wearing the PPE, which stands for? Um, personal protection equipment. <laughs> Very good. Sorry to throw a quick test. Hey, thanks a lot. I was thinking, um, what is it again? Yeah. <laughs> no. um, PPE, they'll yeah. call it that commonly. Well, yeah. it's, it's a little bit tricky because you've, um, you know, every time you get out of that truck, you've got to quickly put your hat on. If you don't, your hard hat. Your yep. hard hat. So yep. it's what like, colour is your hard hat? White. Oh, I've got a pink one. Ooh. Oh, I love it. A nice. McGrath Foundation oh, yes. uh, fundraiser one. Oh, yeah, lovely. I love my pink one. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, every time you get a truck, you've got to remember to put that on and you grab your, your bag for crib and then you're going, okay, is that all I need to have? Mm. And Safety glasses. Yeah, and yeah. safety glasses and, um, yeah, it's just – you're just constantly being aware of your surroundings, I guess. Um, but, yeah, uh, the other thing that is the earplugs. Yeah, that's the other problem. I find that a bit difficult because you're actually – I know it's for safety because of the noise of the truck and I know, you know, I think the first sound thought, oh, I'm not going to need them. But when you're going <laughs> to bed that night, all you can hear is a humming or a hum yeah. drumming noise in your ears. You think, okay, I should have worn my um, – my earplugs, but it's getting used to them as well mm-hmm. and making sure they're in and then they pop out while you're driving along and it's just, oh, getting them comfortable. Yeah. But you do need to have them. But it, I found it a little bit of an issue because you're trying to listen to um, two, ra- two, two ways and you also um, have earplugs in plus listening to your trainer. I guess you just got to get used to it and that's just yeah. part of it. Part that's of it all, right. your PPE. And you do and you, you'll find – with the earplugs, have a little play around and, and you'll find that happy little balance where you yeah. can – you're taking the background noise away of the engine but you can still hear the two-way and stuff, especially when you're first learning. And then it, and as you get start to get used to it and then you can adjust. People, Some people wear earmuffs. Yeah. A lot of people wear <sighs> – I want to bring up a point about earplugs because yeah. 
Some people have the reusable ones, I think. They're, they're on a string mm. that goes around your neck. And it's a very dusty environment that we're in, and you would really notice it in the cold you end up as with well. Ear infections, you can basically. get ear infections definitely. Mm. So, my recommendation is disposable ones. Yeah. Every time you take your earplugs out for whatever reason, throw them away and get some more. Yeah. Because they are given to you to use freely. True. So, use them because, and do you want to keep your hands clean? Like you have to roll them yes. to get them in and pull your ear back and tilt your head and put your tongue that way to get it in the, <laughs> in true, the, in the right spot. And goes, ah. yeah. <laughs> like you say, they can pop out. And, oh, that's, and yeah. then you'll find there's, I don't know, your mind, but there's different types of earplugs. Yeah. So I, I like the Frankenstein ones, I call them. They're kind of like the little Frankenstein yeah. neck thing that sticks We've got fluoro ones out. and then we've got another one that's actually the disposable but they have got the string on them yeah, as that, well. That's right, but people, I've seen people with the disposable string ones but they use them like they're reusable oh. so they just keep it around their neck and then yeah. they whack them back in like, oh, you're going to have an ear infection so that's something to be aware of Yeah, yeah. as well. What about the people? Oh. Have you found... People to be helpful and or, or oh, I don't want to put words in your mouth. How have you found? Well, apparently this? I'm on the best team. So of course they'll all say that. <laughs> Every crew says that you got the right We're crew. The best, they're yeah. not going to say, oh god, you should have gone to D crew but or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're, they're really helpful. It's great because it's it's um well you, you've got you've got um the actual company that runs the mine and then you've got people like myself that have come with a recruitment agency. Right. Sometimes that can be a division, not with this team. Exactly. And you've got a the mixture contracting of... contracting labour hire versus yeah. permanence. Yes. That's quite, quite prominent at the moment. Oh, sorry, I'll just interrupt. No, okay. For the listeners, a, a lot of mine sites definitely across, across Queensland anyway seem to be going more the contractor role, mm. which means they've got a more disposable workforce. Yeah. Uh, flexible, I think is the <laughs> word they say, not disposable. No, but, Perhaps yeah. that's how we feel. Yes. You know, we don't get sickies or holidays. And if it rains, they can send us home or they can just get rid of us at a minute's notice. That's correct. And in the downturn, everything. But, you know, at mm. least we've got a job. That's how. That's Yeah, so it. It, is, it is a big issue. And in some mines, some of the permanents can be a bit... Yeah, antsy against, and, and it's can. not a nice place to be. But um, at times, you know, at the moment, the contractors at least having more people mm. that are contracting kind of helps even it out. <laughs> not that it should have to be evened out, but people are becoming more used to it now. I should say, yeah, I guess so. But no, I'm on a great crew, and and also it's a mixture of ages, which I think is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone makes you feel very friend, you know, they're very welcoming, um, I guess, you know, because they've all been there and, yeah, you just know that you can ask any of them for help, which is really good. So, yeah. no, I'm, I'm pretty impressed, oh, yeah, with that because I had a, a little bit of a hiccup but I didn't have my uniforms for the first couple of um, swings, so oh. I stood out like a sore thumb. With but... a different colour, did you have the same colour shirt or a different? No. Bright orange. <laughs> Bright orange. <laughs> So in, I in take a, in it no one else. hundred people that didn't know, no, no one else had that problem. No so, one else had orange. No, oh, no, no, dear. no. <laughs> Whereas where I work, we all have bright orange. Right, right. <laughs> so it was a bit of a, a bit of a worry. But anyway, um, yeah, some people noticed then that I was blending in 
Where's yeah. your orange shirt? I go, no, I've got my shirt for last. Oh, right. Oh, That's yeah. very exciting because you get your name on your shirt too. Yeah. It's really like personalised and you feel more part of the team having yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, no, it's really good. And yeah, I'm just finding everyone very helpful, very friendly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's great. And with the varying ages, is are there many older people out there that's what i like because it is a mixture of both you've right. got the youngest to the oldest um there's people even older than me but they've got a lot of experience oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> um but they've got a lot of experience and um you know it's, it's great and, and it's really good to know because a lot of people have been out there like, like five plus years Right, yeah. So, you know, it's, it has it probably has got high turnover in some way, but there is still a, a lot of them that have been been there for more than five years, which is, is good, I yeah. think. Yeah. I think where I work, some of them have been there for more than 40. Wow. Really. You, you need to get out, mate. Yeah, you know? That's yeah. One, one tip I have is to work in a couple of different mines because mm. not the, you don't have to, but, no. you know. It's probably a good idea. I, I just think. They, that's all they know is yeah. that one place and they think that's Well, it. probably some of them had actually worked. I think someone mentioned um, a couple of other mines they had worked at, but I knew they'd been there for four to five years. But, yes, you're right, yeah. some of them actually had worked at other places. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, no, very encouraging, very positive team. So that that's kind of nice. That's good. And, and um, <laughs> something else that come up in our little pre-chat mm-hmm. about the dozer <laughs> driver wanting you to tip just in some weird place and he didn't quite understand oh, that yes. and that is something that if you don't expect that is out of the ordinary and you think well, why do you want you you explain why yeah because you're sort of thinking right I've got the tip head now I'm organized I'm feeling confident then all of a sudden sorry we'll just interrupt the tip head is so you've got you know, this is where we're all tipping. This and is the dozer dirt, pushes dirt it off. Yep. We back up. We tip. We're tipping to the northeast side of yep. the western dump, or whatever. Yeah, you've got, you've got the pack. tail. You might have the tail. Sometimes the, the dozer want you to to reverse back next to him. Other times there'll be like a, a tail, and you use that as a guideline, and you you dump you know one side of the tail. Um, anyway, yeah. So we've we've come back. We've we've got another load, and we've we've come back, and all of a sudden. Uh, the dozer driver says, oh, I, want, I want you to tip it right there. And I looked at my train and went, what, here? We're not on the tip head. It's like in the middle of this dump. What do you, what do you mean? He <laughs> goes, well, that's what you've got to do. And um, so it was like I'm out of my comfort zone again, thinking I'm feeling <laughs> confident that I'm going to be, you know, just doing what I've been doing. I'm thinking, right, because you're coming, you're driving up thinking, okay, I've got this right. I know where I'm going to tip it because, you know, you've, you've got certain piles and you've got to, you know, tip to the next one. And so you plan your turn. You, and you do. And then all yeah. of a sudden he throws a curveball and you go, oh, my God, what am I going to do here? Um, and I said, what? why would he want me to do that? <laughs> and then he explained because sometimes um, the ground will be uneven. It will end up with, you know, um, a hole in, in the ground or, you know, not a big hole, but a ditch. So, you know, so when you're driving it's your trying truck. trying to keep it level. Yeah, because you know. you're driving your truck. You don't want to, you know, upset your tyres or anything or you're driving and, you know, it's already very jumpy around. So you've got – a lot of times you'll have the, the grader going over it to smooth it out. So, um, yeah, that, I said, but why is he doing that? I, I was just getting it down pat and now he wants me to change. And, yeah, but then by the time I came back and had a look, he was smooth – all that – you know, gravel I'd put down and rocks and everything, he that was what he was doing, fixing the yeah. bed of the, you know, the dump. So it was great. That's right. And because with the trucks running over it and they're mm. quite heavy, they yeah. carry a lot, but the truck itself is a lot. And so that 
pushes everything down and then it, and, and it's helping you because yeah. you got to drive over that bit so it makes That's it right. less takes out the whoop de doos as we used to call them and they are and, and there's yeah. a lot of them they are whoa yeah, yeah get a bit seasick of on this dump mate yeah <laughs> and then you've got the water cart so you you know that's slushing it around a bit as well yeah so, yeah. yeah so it's yeah. good um, the other thing I wanted mm. to ask you about, two more things before yep. we close off because we're heading up to the hour, is uh, camp life. Uh, Tell me, how are you liking <laughs> Well, camp? I think I was very lucky because I had been a cleaner, so I had that adjustment, um, right. which really helped. But what I, talking to a lot of people, I think it's very important to eat right, have your routine, get your eight hours sleep. And do a little bit of exercise because you're sitting on your backside in a truck. And mm. um, I think if you can try and balance all that, I know I'm only new at it, but I feel like um, I'm trying to get all that down pat. Yeah. And especially you, you have your nights where you'll sleep like a dream and other nights you don't. But as long as you at least try and stick to the pattern of trying to have your eight hours, you mm. may not get that because you've had a restless night. But And just I think if you can set a routine as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, so... I think that helped a lot that I'd already had that background in, in camp life. But it's funny that you say that because going on to the mine and everything, I really understand now, like with Lisa with her book saying, if you can get experience in a quarry, I now get what she's talking about. And also the fact a lot of times they employ people from the country because you're walking on a lot of uneven ground, you're on dirt. I think if you're a bit of a city slicker, yeah, you with cannot, heels and you, stuff, you're not yeah. used to balance. And I, I know years ago I lived in a, on a a country property and my cousins would be city slickers and they'd come up and they would fall over, they'd walk in the cow pats and they didn't know how to get through a barbed wire fence. But I think that's why they probably like people who come from a farming environment. And they've driven a tractor or two. Yeah. you can totally understand it. With dad or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. and and dirt and coal and getting dirty, whereas... Country people very much. I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, some city people might be okay. They might have gone camping as kids, and that's fine that's as well. True, yeah, they're okay. But I can totally understand because the ground that you're walking on, you know, yeah. if you don't know how to walk properly, you know, on that ground, you, yeah. you're on your backside very quickly. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the slush and the mud because of the, you know, the water carts and everything like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Be, and eyes on path. Yes, big one. Yes, eyes on very path. important when yeah. you do your take five. Yes. yes. Yeah, exactly. So how far do you have to travel to get out to the camp and the mine? Um, I think by car it's about an hour and 40 minutes. Yep. Um, I'm fortunate that there's uh, the company actually provides a bus. Okay. Um, so yep. I don't have to walk very far to the bus. And so that is officially a BIBO job, busing bus Well, out. yeah, yeah yep. it is. It yep. is. And Which it's still great. comes under the... FIFO lifestyle. Yeah. It's basically living the mining lifestyle. FIFO, BIBO, yeah. DIDO, which is what I drive, yeah, drive in, drive out. It doesn't yeah. mean FIFO lifestyle is get on a plane and fly away to work. No. But it's go away to work, yes. in my view. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I really enjoy that because we can have a little snooze on the bus, um, which is, is good. Oh, right. I mean, there will be times I'll drive out, but other times I'm, it's it's great. I'm really happy catching the bus. Yeah. Is it far from your house where you have to get no, on? No, no, not far at all. Oh, that's no, good. No, it's not very far yeah. to walk, so yeah. that's even better. There's yeah. usually a group, group of people there when yeah. you catch the bus. All so. hanging out. And you, yeah. Do you wear your work shirts? Out, like, do you We've go the whole gear. straight yep. so basically, to the mine? Well, basically you, um, you uh, get off the bus 
Get your key to your room. Yep. Quickly go and put any frozen stuff that you might have bought out. Like I take my mixed berries out there and things like oh, that. Oh, so Yes. <laughs> and um, anything else I've got. And then you can either go and get crib if you want to. And then you're quickly on the bus and down the mine. So it's, it's only oh, like right. a half an hour. And the other thing is um, tend to get down to um, the mine, uh, to central, very um, very quickly so that you – you know, if you've got 45 minutes, half an hour before your huddle starts, I think that's a really good idea to just get yourself organised, see what your truck number that you're going to be going on, what bus you're catching down, yeah. you know, um, to, you know, find out, you know, to your go line and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's just, I think you have to be really organised as best you, you can. Do, get you your routine as quick yes. as possible Yeah, because there's so much to learn and, and um, at least if you can get all that into mm. to whack pretty quickly, I think that helps a lot too. Yeah. And that that helps whether you're a newbie or not, just mm. going to a new mine, just get there that little bit earlier and have a look and because they're the sort of things when you go to a different uh, workplace mm. – okay, you might know how to drive a dump truck, how to get under the digger and all mm. of that, but it's all the other things. Yes. Like, oh, what time does the bus leave? What time do we actually park up? What Are time is last buses? load? Are there certain buses? Do You know, what happens if I get on the wrong bus? Yes. And, and all sorts of things like that. There the, And where's the sun go down? Where's the west? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, get your bearings, like you say. They're, they're, they're the sort of things that uh, it doesn't matter where you work. Mm. If you're out at a new environment that you need to find out. That's true. Very yeah. true. So, well, thank you, Karen. I think yeah. that's pretty much covered what I wanted to cover. Yep. Is there anything else um, you can think of? No, not really. I think I think that's it. And I'm just um, obviously going through a lot of highs and lows and I'm still going to do my wet weather training. Maybe we can discuss that oh, next yes. time. Keep your homework up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm I will. <laughs> Yeah, and um, hopefully I'll have some more more adventures to, to oh, discuss sure with you. Will. They know they don't stop in mining. Yeah, nothing. it's never a dull moment. No. I can't believe that. That's yeah. interesting. There's there's quite a few different little incidences that happened. One guy got bogged, and that was the truck in front of me. So I got to see, you know, what happened. Then they had to, I think they had to tow him out. So have you been there for an emergency then? Was that an emergency? No, no, no. I haven't seen an emergency. You haven't had the sirens going? No, no. Seen the the blast, which was exciting to see the blasting and all that. We we kind of digressed from that. I must have interrupted. I wouldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me again and then we'll we'll just just, It's just really exciting because they obviously at the huddle, everything's discussed, um, you know, about what happens with the crew before and, you know, you do your changeover and all that and then they'll let you know that if there's a blast on that day um, and then, you know, they block off certain parts of the road and things like that and, and you can hear them counting down and they... You know, they account for each person to make sure they're in position of blocking yep. their road. So you hear all that and um, I guess... Um, Blast guard. Yeah, yeah, and also letting, letting you know if it's going to affect where you're working or not because mm-hmm. some area, you know, to where the vicinity of the blasting is going to be done. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, did you actually... So did you hear the countdown? Yes. 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 And yes. did you see... The blast itself. Yeah, I've Did you seen see the, the earth move. Yes, I've seen a couple of blasts now, and and the uh, they're explaining the toxins. You've got to be careful with some yeah, of the toxins that come out. Yes, the That's... yellowy colour. You've got to be careful with that. It's yeah, toxic stuff. Yeah, Yay. yeah. I've been caught in one of those once, and we all had to go and get checked out. And I was very mm-hmm. impressed with the company, the way they made sure that we all went and actually saw the paramedics, and a couple of people ended up 
um, just going to hospital just for observation. Yep. I was very impressed. I thought they'd Judy just say, care. yeah, I thought they might just say, yeah, you're all right, but they checked our blood pressures and everything. Fantastic. So that was um, a good news story. <laughs> yes, yeah. It was. It, it, it was not that they're so exciting. and You can feel the adrenaline, oh, can't you? Yeah. You're going 30, 30 seconds to go. Or 30 you know, seconds yeah, to go. Yeah. Fire on. Yeah. Oh. And some of them have real attitude and, yeah, yeah it's really yeah. cool. I've actually been a blast guard a few times. Right. And I remember the first time with this, we had a lady who was the blast controller, yeah. and she she was awesome. She this chick, she wasn't that old, but she used to tell the boys. We, we always used to say, "Gee, you know, she keeps those boys in line," <laughs> and she has to do the drive around and make sure that all the um, blast controllers are in place. And before they do the blast, they say. Blast guard, they were there. Blast guard one, are you in position? Is yes. Your, is, your area pers- is your area secure? Yeah. And so you had to say, blast guard one, area yes. secure, signs in place was something they added at one right. stage. Um, you had to say who you were. So mad mumsy speaking, obviously I didn't say that. Yeah. And um, blast guard two, and they go around, they go, right, do the countdown, fire on. Yeah. Anyway, this time, me and this other lady, she was on the water cart, I was on the grader. And we were on the UHF and I was saying, oh, I don't want to bugger it up because she's scary. She'll tell us off. And because you have a blast guard meeting. So we went down and Apparently they, yeah, so. and it's just over the bonnet of the car. And she spread out and said, right, you'll go there, you'll go there, you'll go there. And okay, right. yep, cool. Waited. Anyway, I was all official and I was so proud of how I said it on the two-way. And then I was sales blast guard two. Yeah. So blast guard two, blast guard two. Is your area secure? Was on, and I went, oh no! <laughs> and my friend on the water cart said to me, "Wrong two way," because <gasps> I was on the UHF instead of the mine radio, oh, so no. didn't. And I and I said it again, and then she blast guard three, and then the blast went off. Oh. Didn't I cop it from the crew when I got back to the crew part? Ah, you're in trouble. <laughs> And when oh. I told him, I was so making sure yeah, that I got so it right because this, you know, right. this lady is awesome. <laughs> and <then laughs> and I bugged it up. That, see, that's what happens with the two two-ways. Yes. It? Yeah. Oh, that was funny. Oh, no. <laughs> so another, that's another tip. Make sure you, you know which two-way is which two-way. Yeah. Because otherwise you could be answering old mate on the dozer who's – you, who thinks you're not answering yes. or he's on a different channel or on the other two-way. Yes. And you'll find that everyone gets mixed up with that yeah. too. Because yeah. it depends, as we did mention earlier in our pre-chat, it depends where the speakers are in the trucks. Mm. You know, some it sounds like it's the UHF, but it's the other one or whatever. So. Yeah. But yeah. they're things you'll get used to and I can't wait to hear the rest I of your know. journey, Karen. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. Well, cheers to you oh, again. Cheers to you. <laughs> cheers. And... Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening, and that's another edition of Beers with the Minor podcast. Well, what a lot of fun we had that day. I hope you enjoyed our chat as much as we did. Clearly, we could go on forever, but I hope this gives you some insight into what it's really like working in a mine as a newbie dump truck operator. All the links we talked about in this episode are at madmumsy.com forward slash beers three. Mad Mumsy with a Z or a Z, depending where you're from. I'd love you to please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people can hear about the Beers with a Minor podcast. 
head to madmumsy.com forward slash iTunes to go straight to the subscribe link. And please share with your mates. Until next week, stay safe, be real, be special and have fun. For we only live once. Cheers. Cheers.